ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Armchair Book and Wrestling Podcast. I am your host. My name is Steve Barber. And joining me as the fantastic co-host of the year, of the decade, ever, <laughs> is Dwaylon Davis. Hey, everybody. Yeah, y'all don't know. He, he's also award-winning. And, you know, we're, we're in competition with Ted to be number one in Antarctica in oh, MySpace. Yeah. I, dude, I want that, seriously. <laughs> you know, we're, we're going to catch him. You know, because he, he yeah, award-winning, I mean, and <laughs> Ted is also part of our empire. Yep. And that's what we're going to kind of talk about today is <laughs> yeah. the falling, seemingly the falling of an empire. Mm-hmm. And um, I will say up front that these are all just allegations and nothing has been proven, but there has already been some ripple effects because sometimes all you have to do is make the accusation mm-hmm. and then people will. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, there's a lot of circumstantial evidence also, which may kind of lead to believe that, hey, some of these allegations are true. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, we're talking about the news that came out about Vince McMahon and John Laurinaitis. Yeah. Vince having a basically a mistress he was paying $100,000 a year, which actually in Connecticut, you know, that doesn't go as far as like it, what it would have yeah. like for me and you. Well, they said it ended up getting bumped up to like two or 300,000. Yeah. Yep. And then he's like, all right. Then he gave her to John Laurinaitis. Yeah. Ugh. It's like, oh, wow. Uh, so when we talk about the fall of an empire, and of course I'm wearing baby Yoda on the <laughs> shirt, kind of represents, I also have on Star Wars pajamas right now, just because <laughs> representing all the Star Wars, the fall of an empire because that's what it feels like it's the it might be the empire if it doesn't fall completely it's going to be damaged oh yeah if it doesn't if it doesn't completely collapse on itself there'll be enough damage done to where people are going to start jumping ship Mm -hmm. executives are going to start jumping ship because they don't they're not going to want to be associated with that type of behavior Even, you know, and like you said, this is allegations. Nothing Mm -hmm. has been proven, but there's enough. There's enough smoke to where people are going to start leaving before the fire starts. Yep. And before we get into all that, I want to go ahead and give our contact and listening info. If you'd like to email us, it's it's armchairbookingpodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash armchair booking podcast. Find us on Instagram at armchair booking podcast. Find us on Twitter at booking armchair. Find us on TikTok at armchair booking. You, if you're watching this on YouTube, you already know we're there. Yeah. Appreciate it. Hello. <laughs> but as far as audio platforms go, we are on just about every audio platform you can think of. If we're not there, let us know and we would do whatever we can to get ourselves added. You can find us on find Dwaylon at fat underscore daddy 73 on Twitter. And you can also find his YouTube channel that he does with, with his wife, Hope, at Big and Fat. Because yep. Big Mama and Fat Daddy. you got to go yep. watch it because they're also on TikTok. Same thing. Mm-hmm. And you can watch him eat a potato, uh, a Doritos chip that's apparently like a thousand degrees Celsius. Oh, it was terrible. That's the hottest <laughs> thing I've ever eaten. You can also like, see me and my oldest daughter smack each other with tortilla. Oh yeah, that was that was recently. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, (laughs) yeah. Uh, And she also ate the chip with you. Yeah. Um, Oh yeah. yeah, I mean, that was. She's my partner in crime. If there's something goofy to be done, she's the one doing it with me. You're still (laughs) trying to distract her so you can beat her in chess. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that will ever happen at this point. Oh, dude, you need to get her in some tournaments. Seriously. Um, But you can also find my other uh, podcast, uh, the Cubicle Chat Podcast. Go give that a listen. Dwayne was supposed to be on there last night, but unfortunately he got sick. Yeah. It's better today, but it's still, I'm trying not to push it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't blame you. And, um, but the name of that particular episode, I actually called it, you know, failure is not an option most of the time, but mm-hmm. every once in a while, we, you know, we just, we have hurdles that life throws yeah. at us. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because whether it be in, in anybody who's a, a faithful listener to the show, they know, Let's see, we've had to, um, we've actually had to cancel episodes because of being sick. That, that's mm-hmm. been both of us. Yeah. You know, <laughs> um, because I've had, I've had the Rona. You've had the Rona. Mm-hmm. It's no fun when you have the Rona. <laughs> no, not no. at all. You know, of course, other, 
other sicknesses as well. Uh, we have family obligations came up. Mm-hmm. We both say family comes first, always will. And let's see, I've had work obligations, which yeah. I actually have my work laptop sitting beside me right now. <laughs> so I'm going to be doing a little bit of that while I'm finishing up the files once we stop recording. But, you know, I, I'm glad I'm actually here recording, you know, instead of going, yeah, dude, I'm still at the office. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because that's happened before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I had power outages. Mm-hmm. That happened last week. Yeah. Uh, actually, that wasn't on this show. That was for the cubicle show. Yeah. But, but yeah. either way, it was a power outage. Yeah. Internet that, outage. Internet outage. That was me, <laughs> and which, <laughs> which was kind of ironic considering I work for the internet company. Yeah. You know, but uh, I'm I'm not special. I mean, you know, when it went down, because I mean, it, it was down hard because a farm vehicle came by my road and, yep, took it out. And so, uh, but the show will go on eventually. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so, I mean, things happen. And so, uh, but we're here today and we're here to talk about, you know, the WWE with the potential, I'm, I don't want to say collapse. I mean, it would actually break my heart to see them collapse, but yeah, uh, me too. I mean, I've so many memories of, you know, that I have in pro wrestling are, you know, related to wwe um but it's you can't keep doing things like this if you know if these things are true you can't keep doing things like this and stay on top it just doesn't work you look at any other company that's had people with you know these allegations and the company itself may not have crumbled but the infrastructure Mm-hmm. was severely damaged and this is not the first time vince has had these kind of allegations thrown at him uh, he's been accused of flat-out rape in the past yeah um nothing ever came of it uh, i don't know if it was basically like a lack of evidence because it was just what she said and it was like way after the fact mm-hmm which still sucks because if he did it, he still should be going to jail. Yep. Um, he has been caught actually cheating on Linda before with willing mm-hmm. uh, participants. And part of the other news that has come up, I mean, it, it's this is going to end up being made into a movie. I'm pretty sure at some point. Yeah. Uh, apparently, Linda McMahon has moved out. Yeah, they said that they are legal. They're still legally married, but they're not together. They said they haven't been together. Actually, somebody said they hadn't been together in a long time. But yeah, that Linda's moved out. Um, <coughs> it's just everything around Vince is just disappearing, family-wise. I mean, yeah. Stephanie's taking time off from the company. A report did come out that she was aware of these allegations that came out prior to her. T- taking her leave of absence. Uh, Triple H is back at work, but uh, you know I feel like a much smaller scale than what he was doing. Obviously, he's not in charge of NXT anymore. Nope. Um, John Laurinaitis is back in charge of talent relations, so I'm not exactly sure yeah, where we'll Triple s- H fits in. We'll see how long that lasts with John. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll see how long that lasts because if John Laurinaitis does not think that he will not be the sacrificial lamb. He's sadly mistaken. He will be the first one sent out to slaughter. It wouldn't break my heart either, to be honest with you. No, because talk about he is a disgusting human being. He, like AJ Lee in her book, talked about having a meeting with him in talent relations. And he told her, he's like, you know, you can wrestle, you know you're one of the few women we have on the roster that can actually wrestle, which spoke volumes to how their women's division was booked at the time that he built that he, yeah, that he built. He's like, and you know, the little girls in the crowd want to dress like you and the guys want to hang out and watch a watch. uh, They want to hang out and play video games with you, but nobody wants to have sex with you. And that's, that's what we're looking for is we want the guys to the women that we have on TV, we want them to want to have sex with them. So that's a problem for us that nobody wants to have sex with you. 
And it's like, dude, how is that? It's like, where's HR when you're having this whole conversation? (laughs) Exactly. Um, And I've actually pointed this out before. Two of the women he also recruited that I'm wondering if he had the same conversation with them are now his stepdaughters. Yeah. And he was picking out, sometimes he was picking out women from like lingerie <coughs> uh, catalogs. And, yeah. yep. and, the, and the way Jim Cornette put it, he said these girls would show up and they'd go hit, they'd go hit the ropes and then they'd pass out because they haven't eaten in two weeks. <laughs> yeah, I remember him saying that. <laughs> yeah. But he would hire them from like, fitness catalog you know fitness magazines and right. lingerie catalogs and it's like okay you do know that this is wrestling right it's like they should know how to wrestle i believe you turn into the divas yeah boss the divas yeah yeah that's what we'll bring all the guys out yeah and i i hated it when they were called the divas because yeah i did too i felt know, like it was just a i felt like it was a it was disrespectful to the women that had worked their tails off and AJ Lee, Beth Phoenix, Mickey James, mm-hmm. you know, women like that, that had, you know, worked hard to try Trish. to build that division. Trish, yep, Trish. Stratus, yep. Uh, and then for them to come along and, you know, Oh, it's the divas division. And then we're going to give you, you know, two minute matches and that's including your intros. Yeah. And, uh, but that's all John Laurinaitis. But now he's in the hot seat along with Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. And, you know, Brian Danielson, because he's technically Laurinaitis' son-in-law, mm-hmm. you know, he may have a few words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's probably like, Ugh. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure John Laurinaitis. I mean, I'm not saying he's not strong. I mean, he uh, he was in the business. Yeah. Um, he has a lineage, you know, at least family connections who were mm-hmm. well, one of the greatest tag team wrestlers of all time. Um, yeah. Road Warrior Animal. Uh, his nephew played at Ohio State, won the Brock and Degersky Award at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And I'm not touting Ohio State. So anybody who wants to start throwing the OHIO crap at me, just forget <laughs> it. You say OH, I'm going to tell you to shut up. <laughs> so, yeah, living here does not make me necessarily, yeah. it, it, I'm not going to default and become a buck off in it, the Ohio State. But anyway, yeah. So, yeah, James Laurinaitis, you know, he, great football player at Ohio State, got drafted by the Rams, played with them for a few years, and went to the Saints, played with them for a few years. And then I think it was injuries why he finally decided that he mm-hmm. was done. Yeah. You know, but I mean, so Laurinaitis, I mean, he's got some people, and there was one more brother too, and I cannot remember. I can't um, either. Plus, uh, plus Laurinaitis did invent what is now the RKO. He invented the cutter. Yep. yep. Which is kind of amazing thing about it. But yeah. uh, now, granted, when he was also wrestling, he had one of the stupidest gimmicks ever, you know, one of the dynamic dudes. Yeah. But he was big in Japan. Yeah, it's like you know he was he was a big deal in Japan, but in the states he was just no. Though his claim to fame was, um, the dynamic dudes in WCW, and then being the WCW official who pressured Sid into doing that jump off the ropes at Sin that, that broke when he leg. broke his leg. Yeah, that, that, that video that, is you know just gross somebody out having watched that video. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like crunch. I, Legs not supposed to do that. Yeah, and <laughs> it's, I, it's, it's I, all and the worst part of that is, like, they just kept going with the match. I mean, Sid's, <laughs> Sid's leg is dangling. Literally, he snapped off, and it was you know his foot and was, part of his leg was dangling. Yeah, and they just kept on with the match, and Sid's the one that took the pin for Scott Steiner to retain the title. Did and he hook like, his leg? He hooked the other leg. But either way, <laughs> either mean, way, yeah, he still hooked his just, leg. He didn't have to. He could have just went over there and just, you yeah. know. And but like, it's like the dudes kept fighting, and it's like, you know, where's where's the X they're always throwing up? Because if any time there was an X that needed to be thrown up by a referee, 
It's with the guy with his leg dangling over there. You know, Steiner should have thrown up the edge. <coughs> yeah. You know, or Sid could have went up, but he was probably in a lot of pain grabbing his leg. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was. Oh, uh, so, yeah. So, Johnny Ace, Mr. We know you can't ride that skateboard because no. you always carry it. Yeah. You know, kind of like Van Hammer used to carry that guitar. Couldn't play it. <laughs> Couldn't play it. At least learn something. Max Payne actually yeah. played some. Mm-hmm. You know, so give it a little bit of credibility. It's like, come on, dudes. But anyway, so <clears throat> got Laurinaitis, got involved with Vince. Like I said, this is not the first time that Vince has been publicly outed as mm-hmm. having affairs uh, because there was the one the one uh, the female referee back in the 80s yes yes and you know she has made and i have no reason to doubt her yeah i don't either um and i and i know and i i would never criticize a woman or or a man for that matter who has ever been the subject of that for not coming out sooner no because there's no time frame i mean people act like that you know this type of thing they're like well they should have come forward right then and it's like you can't put a time frame on somebody's reaction to things exactly yep or how they are dealing with it you know personally you know mentally physically you know you can't just put a time frame on that and say oh well they should have just you know reported it as soon as it happened especially when you're dealing with a billionaire who literally has your livelihood in his hand mm-hmm. and even even after that linda i don't know if she called him or she found out about him having an affair with an, a totally different woman mm-hmm. and so they had issues they had marital problems even back then yeah and he was saying back then well i've never done that since then sure events because yeah. unfortunately one of the things Money gets you power. Power can be an aphrodisiac. Mm-hmm. And there's some out there who have absolutely no shame because. Yeah, no. Uh, and I'm not just saying that just because I've been watching Wolf of Wall Street and like in, in segments. Um, if I love that ever, movie. Yeah, okay, so you have <laughs> seen it. Um, I just finished watching the part. Um, <coughs> Excuse me. Where they beat up his butler because uh, the money got stolen um, oh yeah yeah yep um and you know but of course now he's living with the his the woman he was having an well one of the many women but the, the main woman he was having an affair with yeah you know he's now living with her and then like my son walked in the room and i had to like get off of it real quick it's like no no yeah no, I, no, I don't no. want yeah because i watch it literally right sitting right here on my laptop you know, so, <laughs> um but you know, he was the same thing. Jordan Belfort, the real Jordan Belfort, of course, mm-hmm. I mean, was, you know, he was making money hand over fist and he was yeah. spending it. Yeah. As quick like as he, yeah. He was spending it faster than he was making it. And he was making a lot of it. Mm-hmm. And McMahon, I mean, of course, you know, if you want to talk about something that could be a rags to riches story. Yeah. I mean, Vince McMahon. Yeah. yeah Vince McMahon, you know, him and Linda, by the way, she's going to get half. You know that. When mm-hmm. Eddie Murphy starts talking about get, taking half. She's taking you know, half. She's taking yeah. half. And the reason why is because she was with him. They've been together since they were in high school. Yeah. She was with him when he started building this empire. Yeah. She's been there every step of the way. Every from, step of the way. Yeah. They used to share an office where they, it was a deal where they sat right across from each other at the same desk. okay yeah so i mean that tells you i mean they started really small and yes mcmahon senior was the one he said all right i have this arena up in maine if you can turn it around then i will let you into the wrestling business with me and vince jr he turned it around Mm mm-hmm so, I mean, he proved, yes, he was very good at it. And yes, I know there are some out there who will say, well, it must be nice to have the dead. Okay. Having your family, your father, your grandfather, your mother, your grandmother, anything like that, that doesn't mean you're going to be successful. No. You know, you still have to, 
before because just look at the company <clears throat> Woolworths. We were we were actually living in England when the company Woolworths um, mm-hmm. when it dropped. It right, dropped. and because the grandkids of the original Mister Woolworth, I don't know what his first name was. We'll just right. call, call him Mister. <laughs> um, but his grandkids had no business savvy whatsoever, right. and you know, so if you don't have, you don't have it because um, I know some people. You know, you look at all the people who've won like the lottery, all this mm-hmm. money. And three years later, they're broke again. Yeah, three years later, they're back at a nine to five. Yep. So, I mean, he went from living in that trailer park in Havelock, North Carolina, to becoming a billionaire Mm -hmm. living in Connecticut. Yeah. I'd rather live in North Carolina, but but, I mean, he's a billionaire up in Connecticut, which is something that he took his dad's company and he went against his dad's wishes. His dad said, okay, don't expand. And meanwhile, Vince is like, why am I on the phone with Vern I'm taking over his (laughs) company, you know? Yeah. It's like, do not, do not compete against any of these other, you know, territories, any of these other promoters. Vince agreed to that. And then once his father passed, he's like, all right, I'm wiping everybody out. Yep. And for him to potentially be told by his board of directors that you are going to have to step down as CEO. Mm -hmm. And you may have to sell the company. And if people don't think, well, he's the owner, how can they force him to sell? Los Angeles Clippers. Mm-hmm. Yep. There, there is an example right there of somebody yep. he was forced to sell because you want to talk about somebody who was just a disgusting human being. Yes. Yeah. I don't remember his name. I don't want to remember his name. He was gross. He was yeah. just gross. You know, that, and that dude had a wife mm-hmm. and also had a mistress. And his mistress, she was what biracial. Yes. And he told her, "Don't bring your black friends over here." Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, did, do know she's you do know she's black, right? <laughs> it's like you you do know. Yeah. And I remember because the Clippers were in the playoffs, mm-hmm. which you know that you went many years without ever saying those words. First of all, <laughs> yeah. Because the Clippers were just horrible every year. Then they got Blake Griffin and a couple other people. All of a sudden, they were, yeah, yep. they were a good. T- they were the team in Los Angeles for a little bit. Oh yeah. And I remember they showed up, well, like um, before games practicing, they turned their jerseys inside out. Uh huh. Until yep. he was. Until gone. he was out. Yeah. Yeah. So yes, it can happen if you're a disgusting human being. You own a company, a publicly traded company. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can be forced to sell. And here's the thing, not only is this, here's this, here's another part of the ripple effect. Vince is being investigated for allegedly, you know, paying this individual $3 million as hush money Yep. about, you know, his affair. Plus you have the issue of him allegedly just giving her to John Laurinaitis, which is disgusting in itself. That's called human trafficking. Exactly. Um, but the board, the WWE board of directors have hired outside counsel. They've hired outside litigation oh. to investigate this. That way, I, I and that's a smart move. I feel like because that way it can't ever be said. Well, these are WWE lawyers. Of course, they're going to find loopholes and everything to make sure nothing comes of this. No, they've hired outside counsel to investigate this. So you have that part of the investigation you have, which includes Vince and John Laurinaitis. If, if he's found that this actually happened, like you said, he could be forced to step down because even though he's chair, even though he's chairman of the board, he still has an answer to that board. Mm-hmm. He could be, could be made to sell the company, which is still something I feel like that they're gearing up to do anyway. Yeah. Um, plus you have, what does this do for their relationship with Fox and with NBC universal who owns USA network where NXT and Monday night raw air plus, Um, plus NBC universal also owns Peacock, which is Mm -hmm. where the WWE network it currently resides. It's like a, it's, it's like you drop that pebble in the water, but those ripples keep coming. 
And what did I text you earlier today? And let's see. And it's, I think it's the truth. To build something can take a lifetime. To destroy something can take minutes. Yeah. And like I said, you drop a pebble in the water and you see these, you see several ripples. Mm-hmm. This is a boulder that has been yes. dropped in the Boosh. ocean that is WWE. This is going to ripple for years. And I think Tony Khan, I'm pretty sure he's paying attention. Like now oh, yeah. he's not going to buy them. Obviously, no. I mean, because uh, honestly, I don't think he would be allowed to. Um, no, I don't. I don't think so. Not with already. No, already owning AEW and Ring of Honor. Right. And because of um, the anti-monopoly laws, mm-hmm. which the only reason Vince McMahon actually held more than 30% of the wrestling industry mm-hmm. is because all the other companies folded. Yeah. Kinda, yep. You know, you, you kind of can't. That's not his fault. No. <laughs> you know, uh, well, but, I mean, he did. It is, but it didn't. Okay. Like ECW, that wasn't really a Vince McMahon issue. I mean, they, he, they went he, bankrupt. They went bankrupt. He yeah. bought the assets. Makes sense. The tape yep. library alone is, you know, the tape library was worth more than what the company itself was worth. <laughs> just sad. Because, you know, because he's still making money off that. And think about this the, uh, the former owner of ECW has been Vince McMahon's employee now mm-hmm. for a few years. So yeah, off and on for 20 years, you know, more than 20 years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, that was more of a WCW issue. Eric Bischoff was doing everything he could to run Paul Heyman out of, out of business. Hey, uh, I'm hearing static on your end, dude. I don't know what's going on. You hear it now? A little bit, yeah. I don't know. Might be something with my mind. I'm not sure. You hear it now? Nope. Okay. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But, yeah, this is going to cost a, a lot of issues, and it's going to cost a lot of money. It's happening again. Uh, still here. Hi, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. We just had a technical difficulty real quick and we're working through it because that's what we do. Uh, but (laughs) what were you saying before everything? (laughs) I I was saying that with their, you know, they have these deals, these TV deals with Fox and, you know, NBC universal WWE network is now is currently on Peacock, which is owned by NBC universal Yep. with all these allegations. Some of these people may not want to do business with WWE because you see how these allegations hurt people, you know, in other forms of entertainment, you know, you see how, you know, something like this comes up and people just kind of back away. And it's like, we don't want to be associated with that. We don't want people thinking that's how we do business. Exactly. A lot of it. I mean, it is, I mean, I don't want to say optics, but I mean, it is the perception like mm-hmm. you'll tolerate this. Guess what? We don't tolerate that. So we're not going right. to put up with it. <clears throat> and I'm actually looking up something right now. Another example of somebody um, having to potentially sell. And yep. Here's another example for you. Marge shot. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. I mean, what's wild is a lot of the, like a lot of the people like in this area, they still love her to death. You know, even though she's been dead now for, you know, I think she died of lung cancer. Well, not that it's funny, but she was, right. um, I guess a chain smoker. She would appear like they have some tobacco festivals around here. She would appear mm-hmm. like in parades and stuff. And it's like, y'all do remember the stuff she said, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like, you do remember the awful things that she said. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the, she gave like expired coupon or expired tickets for things for gifts. Here, yeah. You know, it's a bonus for my employees. And it was stuff that was expired. They couldn't even use it. Yeah. Uh, the umpire who he actually had a heart attack and died on opening day right mm-hmm. there at Great American Ballpark. Well, I don't, I don't think it was Great American Ballpark at the time. But it was at the Reds home game. He turned out, he's like, oh, he called, he basically called time and he turned around and held his heart and then just kind of collapsed. Yeah. 
and then she was somebody I guess overheard her saying, "Why are they going to continue the game? Why are they stopping the game?" Oh my god! Yeah, uh, I mean it's like the man just—I mean he just died literally right there. Yeah, he literally just died right there. Yeah, and so, but yeah, she had to sell. I was—I was looking that up. I was like, I don't know if she actually had to sell or not. Yeah, um, when she made she made some comments about Hitler. Some things you just don't talk about. <laughs> you know, Hitler's no. one of the things you just don't talk about. And, you know, um, it led her to the Major League, uh, led Major League Baseball to ban her from day to day operations through 1998. And so, on April 20th, 1999, she agreed to sell her controlling interest in the Reds uh, for $67 million. You know, so. So yes, it can happen. I mean, you may be the the owner, you may be the just the majority owner. Doesn't matter, you know. Nope. If you do something stupid, and so especially something stupid like this, that you could be forced to sell. Yeah, and it's it's one of those things where I feel like that Vince McMahon is like a lot of billionaires out there. It feels like he's untouchable and do whatever he wants, and yeah. but you know. Just like everybody else, there's consequences to those actions. If, you, if this is something that he actually did, then he needs to, you know, he needs to suffer the consequences. Yeah. And yeah, right. I mean, there are some people that, you know, billionaires, uh, some people are just like thousandaires and think they can do whatever they want because, <laughs> yeah, you know, they got a little <laughs> bit of money. And yeah. Um, and some people I've kind of realized in my life, some people just shouldn't have money. I no. mean, they just um, yeah because they don't know how to act when they have it right you know so but as far as what will happen if when you know vince is finally done because you gotta think also they were cutting talent for budgetary reasons mm-hmm. he's paying three million dollars to this lady to not talk yeah. about the things they were doing yeah you know that three million dollars could have paid a couple of the people they they let go. Yeah, they could have paid, you know, several, you know, they could have paid a few of the people that he cut. It could have paid for the wrestlers travel that they have to come out of pocket to pay. Yeah. You know, they they have to pay, you know, whether it's a flight or whether it's renting a car, they've got to pay for that. They've got to pay for their lodgings. You know, 3 million bucks would have went a long way to take care of some of that. I mean, he could have paid us to put on a great show. Yeah, exactly. I, I mean, you know, he can trust us. I mean, if he's throwing money around, just throw something this way. Yeah, I mean, throw him in, that, that could buy a lot of lottery tickets. <laughs> <laughs> so we'd win something. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but I mean, I mean, honestly, that would be you know, obviously, you know, I'm not going to advocate gambling because lottery is uh, gambling. I'm not saying I ever played it, <laughs> but yeah, especially when the Powerball hit uh, close to a billion dollars a couple years ago. Yes. Yeah. 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 I bought a I bought a couple of tickets for that myself. Yeah. But when we talk about the Empire crumbling, because we haven't even mentioned really mentioned Shane too much, because Shane was fired by Vince. Yeah. He fired his own son a few months ago, and I I can't really totally blame Vince for that because the way Shane kind of went into business for himself at the Rumble. Yeah. And. Yeah. You know, because Vince, in his eyes, I mean, he he does still want to put out a quality product, you know, um, even though a lot of times he's short-sighted, he thinks it's quality, but he knew what Shane was doing was hurting the product. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. I mean, when you book yourself, this being Shane, when you book yourself to outstrike Matt Riddle, you know, who is a legit former MMA fighter. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, no. And Shane's had this tough guy act for, you know, 20 years now. And it's like, nobody, nobody was buying it then. Nobody's buying it now. And yeah, him, I mean, he's, he's brave enough to do something I wouldn't do. I'm not going to go jumping off something that's 30 foot in the air and just laying on my back. I don't care if it is, you know, cushioned. Um, Yeah, but he was always booked to where he was equal to the people he was in the ring with like right and it's like you're not you're not even a part-time wrestler you're a special attraction daredevil mm-hmm. 
And it's like, because I remember the match he had, I forget which WrestleMania it was, but the match he had with AJ Styles, I mean, he was booked where, like, he was equal to AJ Styles, and nobody's believing Shane McMahon is on the same level as AJ Styles. Oh. Oh. But, so Shane, I'm going to guess if Vince is going to be gone, Shane will probably also stay gone. Stephanie's yeah. already, you know, she's already taken a leave of absence, so she might yeah. not be coming back. Uh, Triple H, I mean, who, who we thought would be the successor, yeah, is now doesn't really have any power, right? And I don't think he really wants it because I mean, he is legitimately concerned about his health. He had to have a yeah, a defibrillator, you know, automatic defibrillator put in his heart, so he's done wrestling. He he said he's not going to yeah. chance it. And I don't blame him. I mean, he's got a wife and kids. He's got a family that he's got yeah. to think about, you know, and that's more important than whatever powerful position he might get within the company. The last man standing, so to speak, is the only one that's not in, in the McMahon family, and that's Tony Khan, who was being groomed as the successor to Vince McMahon. Tony Khan or Nick Khan? I mean, Nick Khan. Okay, I, I mean, because I even had to think about it. I get them mixed up. I'm yeah, like, I meant Nick Khan. Sorry, guys. Um, <laughs> but Nick Khan was being groomed. You know, we, we always thought it would be Triple H to take that spot. Yeah. Oh, myself included, a lot of us hoped it would be Triple H because we figured the product would be better. Because if you went by how Triple H ran and booked NXT, if he brought that mentality to the main roster, you would have had a really good product. Mm-hmm. You know, that didn't happen. All of a sudden, Nick Khan's in the picture, and that, and you know, he's being groomed as the successor. We didn't figure that was going to happen until Vince McMahon passed, because Vince McMahon wasn't going to step down until he just couldn't go anymore. But with these allegations swirling around, who's not to say that Vince is not removed and Nick Khan gets put in charge of the company? And Nick Khan, I mean, he's already he's he's treating it more like a business. I will say that than Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon, I mean, because it was Vince McMahon's company, he yeah. built it to what it is, and yeah. he kind of treated it like it was more than just a business. I mean, it was his personal playground. Yeah. And you know, so Nick Khan, we all we do know Nick Khan's behind some of the releases, <coughs> you know, for in order to save money. Um, with their their quarterly record every quarter, yeah, you just showed ten people the door last week again. Yeah, and then you've got record profits over here, and it's like because you just showed ten people the door and freed up, you know, you freed up ten salaries. Yep, and by the way, it, uh, at least one of those people they've even talked about it is married with a kid and just bought a house, mm -hmm. and you just. Yep. Totally just destroyed their income. Or they just moved from another country over yes. here to work for you full time, you know, to be here so they wouldn't have those travel issues. They, you know, they pick up their life, move their family over here, buy a house, you know, prepared for the long haul. And then you're like, oh, sorry. Yep. Sorry about that. Mm -hmm. You know, and all right, I'm going to go eat some lobster and something else really expensive right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to eat it on the jet, too. On so. the jet. You know, uh, I'm going to eat some caviar. By the way, don't ever eat caviar if you've never had it. It is absolutely disgusting. <laughs> it just tastes like wet salt. I mean, it really, like oily salt. I mean, because it, it, we and it, it, it is very expensive because we somehow got some and it wasn't a lot of it. I'm trying to even think of something. All right. Yeah, the top of this medicine. Okay, you see how big that is? You uh -huh. know, maybe a little over an inch in diameter. Right. Uh, the little caviar thing we got was actually smaller than that, mm -hmm. and and it was still, I want to say like ten fifteen dollars. And it's like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Ow. And I tried a little bit on a cracker, and I'm like, this is disgusting. I've never <laughs> ate that on purpose again. That's why I don't get why people because in that that's one of the things that people will eat just because. Oh, oh yeah, just because it's expensive thing. and the they can say, oh, well, I had caviar. And it's like, so? <laughs> yeah. 
I'm like, it's disgusting. Escargot. It's stales. I mean, yeah, it, it's it's slugs. You know, if you saw a slug on your front porch, you wouldn't go in. Oh, let me try that. Yeah, I'm not you scooping know? it up and cooking it and eating it. No. Yeah. So, uh, but like we were saying, I really, I, I, I think the company will recover. I think Vince McMahon will step down. I think, you know, the, the McMahon family, because Linda, or that or Linda might take over, you know, if she wants to. That's the thing. If she wants to, but I think she still has aspirations of a political office and because that's why she stepped down as CEO and kind of distanced herself from the business because you trying to, you know, you know, run for office. And I think she still has those aspirations, so she um, may not want to. She was over, what, the Department of Small Businesses there for a bit? Yes, you know, so and so that she had to step away. I mean, yeah, le- legally, but yeah, you're right. I mean, because she ran for senator of Connecticut mm-hmm. some years back. Yep. yep. And you know what? Hurt her. Vince McMahon's allegations of something like this from before, mm-hmm. and they said, "Well, she did nothing about it." That was yep. pointed out, and she lost. Uh, that was one of the the many times Joe Lieberman got elected. Yeah. Because they're like, look, I mean, she's. Not yeah, about it makes her it makes her look complicit to his actions. Yep. And I mean, and I do feel for her, you know, because yeah. um I mean granted only goes so far because she's gonna get half. <laughs> yeah. But I mean she's you know she's with him from the very beginning mm-hmm. building this empire. You know, she ha- obviously had a hand in building this empire, and he's just making a fool of her on a regular basis with all mm-hmm. these, you know, affairs and all these allegations and everything. And it's like, it just makes her, you know, look like a fool, mm-hmm. which is not fair to her. I just like saying Eddie Murphy, take half. I wait for, sorry, you're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and if y'all don't know, watch Eddie Murphy raw. That is one of the funniest standups ever. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's like, check an it act- out. Oh yeah, and sometimes it's like a natural reaction. Somebody, and I've done this before. So I say, you know, you know what I would do? I was like, what'd you do? Take half? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, and a couple people got it, and they started laughing. And I was like, oh, yeah, so you know it, you know? Yeah, um, it's like so you know. Yeah, yeah. So Eddie, Eddie. Okay, we'll stop before we get copyrighted by. Uh, by Eddie Murphy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Go watch Eddie Murphy. But I mean, what is th- what does this do to, you know? What is Linda thinking about this? What is Stephanie thinking about this? Triple H, you know, Shane, Shane has kids. Stephanie has kids. It's like, you know, because when you're in, when you are in that status, you know, when you're in the billionaire where multimillionaire, billionaire world, you can't escape that. Even children, even their children, sadly, cannot escape the news they can't escape hearing about it and it's like it's sad that they have to hear all this stuff about their grandfather and shane is his oldest boy that's supposed to be playing football at at indiana next year Uh uh-huh yep um and yeah i know indiana's they're not known for um football indiana's a basketball school if you want to but they're still in the big 10 i mean come on yep you know so they're still in one of the the power five conferences so um, but for him to be there, and of course, you know, everybody's gonna know who he is. Oh yeah. And you know, so hopefully, I mean, and he will get harassed, even though he had nothing to do with it, because people yeah. are jerks. Yeah. And you know, his last name is Van, so they're yep. going. You know, they're gonna know who his grandfather is. They're gonna know who his dad is, who his grandfather is. You know, and <clears throat> he's gonna have to hear stuff that doesn't involve him at all right and you know stephanie and and paul paul levesque they have three girls yeah and i think it would actually you know for them to think about your grandfather was doing these things you know to other women because that's apparently that's what he thinks of women are just objects and you know i have a daughter you know, you have two daughters. 
and yep. we are both very protective of our daughters. You know, so, um, and my daughter, she's heard stories about people in, you know, in my family, you know, yep. and she just kind of shakes her head because, but she knows I'm not like that, thankfully. Right. You know, so, um, but when it comes to the other person involved, John Laurinaitis, yeah, I hope he goes, I hope he farms the bankruptcy and ends up living in a trailer park himself. <laughs> Because that dude, I mean, I, I, I don't know all the complaints that were put out about him from before. Yeah. Uh, you know, Jim Ross has been kind of vocal about Laurinaitis. Mm -hmm. uh, Jim Cornette's been very vocal about Laurinaitis. Yeah. And, you know, and not just, you know, the joke, all oh, the women, you know, they pass out from not eating for the last two weeks. But yeah, when one of the, most famous Jim Cornette videos. And this is before he actually started his podcast was he, him talking about Laurinaitis because Cornette said when he was done with Jim Ross, he was great. Jim Ross, you know, would, because this is when OVW was one of the, um, I guess the training grounds, you know, we call it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Kind of like what NXT is now. I mean, they were developmental territory. Yeah. They'd get them trained up. I mean, you think about the names that went through there. Cena, Lesnar, Orton. There's three of them right there. Batista was went through there. Yeah, um, the class of 2002. Yep. Yes. I mean, and they went through. Cornette helped train them, Danny, along mm -hmm. with Danny Davis. And he said when Laurinaitis took over, all of a sudden he said everything just went, um, went stupid. You know, he said one of the guys went up there to Connecticut, came back with a shaved head. And the guy had like long hair. Because he and, wanted to see what he would look like bald. <coughs> Oops, sorry about that. Like, yeah. do you not have an imagination? Yeah. He <laughs> said, you can't pretend. He said, if you needed that, let me know beforehand. I can put him in a, a loser leaves loser gets her head shave match and then sit yeah. him up there. He said, yeah. instead, he comes back looking like a 40-year-old truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> and, it's like, yeah. what am I supposed to do with this? How do yeah. I work this? Because, yeah, because the OVW crowd had seen this guy with long hair. Yeah, he leaves and comes back, you know, completely Bold. shaven, and now it's like, how am I supposed to explain this to the, you know, to the audience? Because John Laurinaitis does not understand continuity. Yeah, and he said that um, that the office would just fire people without letting him know. Mm -hmm. You know, he expected to show for a card. Oh, we had to let that guy go. He was being a, you know, he was a problem. We had to let him go, and they're like, you couldn't, you. You couldn't let me handle it down here. He said, I've got things I got to take care of. He said, Oh, we, well, we couldn't keep around because what if it got hurt? And he's like, We're, um, he said, We're a publicly traded company. And Cornette told him, Why not even a privately traded company? You know, <laughs> and then the, the, the most infamous thing was, he's like, All right, thank you. F you. Bye. Yeah. And by the way, I actually used that myself one time against somebody. <laughs> um, I may have gotten a little bit of trouble for that, but uh, he deserved it. Anyway, <laughs> it works. <laughs> I, I mean, when somebody's telling me that I, you know, I didn't do a certain task and they weren't going to let me attend this one, the first sergeant symposium, because I was mm -hmm. trying to, you know, well, you need to come in. I was like, no, she already took care of that. No, no, she didn't. Yes, she did. I sat there with her, you know, thank you. F you. Bye. Yeah. So, um, and I still went to the first sergeant symposium, but, um, but <laughs> you hear, yeah, you hear all these other stories and we know Lauren, I yeah, he created the divas. He wanted divas and he left the women's division became the women's division, mm -hmm. not divas. I mean, and all of a sudden you started seeing the matches were just like ridiculously good. And yep. they had the one all women's pay-per-view, uh, which I don't know why they haven't done another one. I, I guess there were some issues. No, but... they said women's, uh, they said women's wrestling, uh, didn't make money. Was that one there, made money. That... Yeah. But it didn't make the money that they wanted it to make. Didn't make enough of it a profit. Didn't, it didn't make, yeah, it didn't make enough of a profit. It didn't make, it did make big four pay-per-view money mm. here's the thing it would have if you had promoted it better they yep. barely promoted the show 
you know, the wrestlers did everything they could to promote it, but the company barely promoted the show. And then they had it. The show was great. I watched it with uh, Savannah and Abby because I wanted them to see this is this is how far things have come. This is what, yeah. you know. And then they never, and now I don't think they have the roster to do another one. But yeah, their mentality was it didn't make it didn't make enough money. So, uh, so their mentality is women's wrestling doesn't make money. And I know Laurenitis wasn't there for that one, so that was actually somebody else's kind of well, it didn't make enough money. But even what was it a year after that, year and a half after that, women headline WrestleMania. Uh huh. Sasha yep. and Rick, uh, Rick Flair, Sasha and Charlotte Flair. Yeah. You know, they were, weren't they the first ones to do the women's hell in a cell? Yeah. Sasha and Charlotte, first ones to do women's hell in a cell. You had, um, you know, the triple threat with Becky, uh, Charlotte and Rhonda, which still should have just been Becky and Rhonda, but, yeah. you know, they had this kind of shoehorn Charlotte in there. And then you go on, you have, uh, Bianca and Sasha, you know, main you event WrestleMania. Man, I, but then, I, I still think about how good that match was. Yeah, that, that match is just amazing. But then you get, you know, old clown shoes comes back and yeah. everything is reverted back. The women's division is quickly reverting back to everything that was wrong with the Davis division, except they're not changing the name yet. And even the um, <clears throat> the Queen's crown was that what it was yeah. called? Yeah. The there were I don't know why they just didn't call it Queen of the Ring, but yeah. Okay. I mean the number of see there was what? Um how many women were involved in that? Um I can't remember. Either way, I mean they had <coughs> ten matches and the grand total mm-hmm. yeah, grand total cumulative time between all the matches was about fifteen minutes. Yeah. I mean, it was absolutely ridiculous how that got treated. They come out, oh, okay, they're going to have one of the one of the matches for the the Queen's Crown. It, it's already over. I just went to the bathroom. It's already over. <laughs> I mean, you know, I just went in the kitchen to get myself some crackers, and I come back, and uh, that's what happened to the match. And so that that was after Laurinaitis came back, right? Yeah. So yeah, a lot of this is on him. Because this is, you can tell what he thinks of women wrestling. And it's just for him, it's eye candy. Because if you look at, if you look at everything, everything's going back to, they're trying to go back to the overly sexual, you know, the overly, overly, especially on NXT. I don't, you know, especially down in NXT of everything being overly sexualized and everything. And it's like that time has come and gone. Wrestling has moved on from that. But obviously John Laurinaitis is not. Hey, we'll bring back Bree. And, yeah. <laughs> and I, for some reason, I forgot <laughs> the other Pelage win. Oh, Nikki. Nikki. Thank you. Uh, the one who John Cena proposed to right there at WrestleMania used her real name. So, you knew it was a real proposal. Yeah. And then they split up like a year later and she had to move out because the roommate agreed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's not funny, but at the same time, I'm like, wow, somebody actually had a roommate agreement. I don't blame her for breaking up with him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and the, and the thing with that is it's like, an, that was another thing with WWE just trying to get a WrestleMania moment. And it's like, I'm not proposing to, you know, I wouldn't have proposed to my wife in front of the world. That is a private, that's just yeah. a private thing. I mean, when I proposed to Hope, you know, her mom was there. My kids were there. That, that's it. You know, when, I, when I proposed to Tawana, it was just me and her. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, but I didn't want like an audience because that puts more pressure on. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, I didn't want a huge audience. Yeah. But. I wouldn't want to do that in the middle of the ring in front of, you know, millions, millions of people plus the 70 plus thousand that's in attendance. And it's like, nah, that's okay. Yeah. And 
it'd be kind of funny if she went, no, <laughs> just walked out. That was hilarious because I, I was actually, I might say no, say, say no, because no, I just wanted no. to see what would happen if she, if she had said no. This uh, man probably would have just his top of his head would have blew off. You messed up my moment, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but so. We'll see what comes in the next few weeks because, like I said, yeah. I had people at work who don't even watch wrestling. They knew about it. Yeah. Uh, you know who broke the news? Uh, the, the Wall, Wall Street, Street Journal. Journal. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's it because publicly traded company, mm-hmm. the Wall Street Journal, I mean, they're all about publicly yeah. traded companies. Yeah. And that's some huge news. I mean, well, yeah. actually, you know what? Let me check out what happened with the WWE stock today. Yeah, um, people were wondering how that was going to affect the stock. Because we may be having a fire sale here here, <laughs> here pretty soon. <laughs> uh, let me see. Whoops, wrong one. WWE, not WEE. Wee! <laughs> uh, okay, not that bad, but it dropped 3.44% today. Oh. So... Yeah, uh, dropped two dollars thirty one cents. I mean, it, it's a the price is six four eighty seven. Um, yeah, kind of. Well, of course, you know they have some of the uh, some of the stories. Forty two. Okay, the the analyst ratings forty two percent say buy, fifty <clears throat> percent say hold, eight percent say sell. Uh, I used to own WWE stock, and then I sold it right as it started dipping because it, it was over a hundred dollars at one point. And hmm. I was, you know, six, basically $65. Um, but yeah, he'll have to give up his, his stock shares too. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I'm pretty sure Stephanie may willingly give hers up. Triple H may willingly give his up. Um, of course, it means they're going to sell them and they're going to make, yeah, you know, lots of money, lots of more money. And Next thing you know, we may see something that says Triple H is all elite. <laughs> that yeah. would be funny. Yeah, that <laughs> but, would be hilarious. Oh, uh, but I just, I don't know. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see. Here is the saddest part. Here is the, the true telling of their mentality. They are going to go ahead. Business as usual. Like nothing has happened. Like nothing has happened. Like nothing is going on. Vince McMahon will be at SmackDown backstage at SmackDown tomorrow. It's like, have you never heard of damage control? I mean, this is, you know, it's like you may want to, you know, but it's another one of those things that more Vince is probably like, well, I'm Vince McMahon. Nothing's going to happen to me. So I'm just going to keep working like I always do. Vince, go home. Yeah. They said him and Bruce Pritchard are scheduled to be backstage at SmackDown tomorrow. See, I didn't, think about, I didn't even think about Pritchard, how um, <clears throat> now, okay, now, I mean, and this may be time, for, you know, we have to bring us up on another show. What's going to happen with the rest of the staff? Yeah. Because Bruce Pritchard, I mean, he just started working back at the WWE about a, a couple a year or two ago. Mm-hmm. Um. Because he was off for a long, I mean, then he had the he started the, the podcast with Comrade Thompson. Yeah, and the co- podcast blew up. I never understood why he pretty much gave up the podcast to go back to WWE and move back up to Connecticut. Yeah, and move back to Connecticut. Yeah. Yep. And speaking of uh, Conrad Thompson, the podcast, you want to talk about an empire? Oh my! That dude's got an empire. Yeah, because yeah. he's got nine of them now, ten of mm-hmm. them. Because I think, let's see, Pritchard, Tony Schiavone, Eric Bischoff, JR, Arn Anderson, Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Hardy, Mick Foley, and now Flair. Mm-hmm. So eight of them. Yeah. And no, <laughs> 10 of them. No. However many it is, he's got a lot of them. <laughs> and I tried, I can't listen to all of them now um, because there's just too many of them. And yeah, I'm gonna start listening to William Regal's because I always like listening to Regal on yeah. commentary and promos and stuff anyway. And I'm sure he's got I'm sure Regal's forgotten more about pro wrestling than oh, a yeah. lot of these younger guys will ever know. 
Um, I do listen to Arne Anderson's. I make sure I always catch his. Um, uh, because Arne, that dude's funny. He really <laughs> is. Um, I've listened to Jeff Hardy's some, and he, and one of the ones I listened to, he was actually talking about, you know, when they were first starting, when they created Omega yeah. and how they were having to store the ring and they were having matches at the armory there in Southern Pines. And I'm like, I've been to all those places. Wow. <laughs> you know? Um, and, but I haven't really been able to listen to it a lot. And yeah. You know, um, and even like Shivani's and I mean, it, I don't know. I'm just kind of not really burnt out. Well, not only that, but Conrad really, he, it's still his podcast, you know, well, mm-hmm. he's always the co-host, but he's been bringing, there's another, uh, another guy who's been actually co-hosting a lot of them and the guy's good. Don't get me wrong, but, um, it just feels weird, but I did listen to part of flares the other day. It was ask Rick anything. Oh I Lord, had, have mercy! I had to turn it off after about 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, yeah. like I said, I've I mean, tried to uh, listen to Eric Bischoff's, and I just can't. He just sounds like a bitter old man. Some of it, yeah, he does. Uh, Jr. definitely sounds like a bitter old man sometimes. But, yeah, uh, but he's still funny when he does it. Yeah. Um, my my issue with Bischoff is it's like. I feel like that he either has forgotten somehow or or just ignores the fact that while he's throwing out all of this advice to especially a lot of his issue is directed at Tony Khan and AEW. Right. He has he has issues with the talent and the booking and all this and it's like you 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 destroyed one company and you just about destroyed another one. So I'm not really, you know, nobody's really going to take your advice of <laughs> how to run a company. Because, I mean, really, WCW was only profitable while Bischoff was in charge from 96 to early 98. Right. And then the bubble popped. And then... And then the finger poke happened and... Well, yeah. And then they lost $80 million in a year. Yeah. And, you know, and, and one of the things also, mm. why it was another, it was hard for me to listen to the Asprick anything was because he's sitting there telling his son-in-law about all his conquests that he had while he was married to, well, first Conrad's mm-hmm. mother-in-law and then yeah. Uh, later on, um, you know, it, Rick's next wave. So basically, you know, he's stepping up. He didn't want to spend time with his kids. He'd rather go out and do all that. And, and here's the thing. It's like Rick has not. Rick acts like it's like. I'm not going to listen to your podcast to hear your stories about your conquest. I want to hear wrestling stories. Mm-hmm. It's a wrestling podcast. I want to hear wrestling stories. And his I wrestling hear stories. About your conquest. And, you know, and his wrestling stories are phenomenal. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, he's got, he's got, so, he's got so much, he's just got a wealth of knowledge to give so many great stories about stuff that's happened in wrestling. And he would rather talk about his partying yeah. and womanizing than he would about the topic. Yep. But, but either way, we have our podcast. We're growing it. Yep. So go to, Apple Podcasts or Spotify, both of them. You can always give, you can always give a, a five star rating. Give, give us a review; those are always good for us. Uh, and by the way, we're on the topic of, of podcasts to listen to. Go listen to, to TNC Sports Talk because Justin has his new show, The Throw In. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's fantastic. He was actually uh, he stepped in last minute when Jalen got sick, and um, and he did a. You haven't listened to it yet, but I mean, yeah, he. Did a great job. He's and he actually. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure he did great. Um, he he has actually told me he said he really enjoys that whenever, like he said, the three of us, he mean me, you, and him, when mm-hmm. we can all eat it because he said the conversations are just absolutely uh, great. Cool. You know, and he said, you know, he um, so he has a lot of respect for both of us, and you can tell. I mean, I have a lot of respect for him too, and I know you, you do as well. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, he <coughs> really really works at what he does. He's always striving to put on a, a quality product. Um, he's not shy from asking for advice. 
you know, right. from, from us. I mean, and, and he was willing to uh, step in and help me out when I was having basically can't really say equipment issues, but I was having, I couldn't hear anything because yeah. of the noise and he grabbed his equipment and helped set it up through my laptop. And I still didn't get any interviews, but that's not his fault. Right, and right. you know, and I actually have the microphone still right here. <laughs> actually, he was laughing. I said, "Yeah, next time I see him, you know, I'll have to give his microphone back to him. I accidentally pack it up in my bag instead of his." Um, but yeah, check it out. Also, check out Ted the Hillbilly Hill. Uh, he's been getting a lot of interviews, and he's always uh, he's putting a lot of podcasts over. And yeah. he he always gives us shouts out out yeah. on Twitter every I, every it week. Seems like almost every day, I see him giving you know giving us a shout out. Yep, he is award-winning, trending number one on MySpace and Antarctica, mm -hmm. and just a fantastic show. I mean, yeah. because a lot of people they all all they want to talk about oh the good guy. No, he talks about it from a hill because you yeah. need you need the hills. Yeah, he's he's got a fantastic show, and he's just he's a really good guy. Yeah, y'all should definitely give him a listen. Yep, and before I forget, I cannot forget True Crime Cast and Bless Our Hearts by Jamie and John. If mm -hmm. I have listened to him, go give him a, go give him a shout out because I've actually on my personal, oh, I've heard my personal Facebook, but the uh, Armchair Booking the, or at Booking Armchair Twitter, I've actually shared some of their uh, their stuff, mm -hmm. you know. So, yeah, go give them a listen. And wow, I'm trying to think. I know there's some other shows that I'm forgetting, but yeah, I'll remember them later on when I'm trying to go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's just the way it goes. So, um, and I cannot forget to tell you have a good father's day this weekend you too you yep. too this is a very important day for both me and Waylon because we take our responsibility to being fathers very seriously absolutely and, it's the yep. best thing i've ever done yep same here so um yeah so hopefully i mean the, the weather should be calmed down enough by then too hopefully you know we can actually go out without yeah baking. without melting <laughs> yeah you know um but we should be talking again on monday hopefully you know, because yep. work, you know, my work is ramping up. In fact, as soon as yeah. we get done, I'm going to be popping open the other laptop. Uh, <laughs> but until we talk again, God bless. All right. God bless.